Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score! by Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. Welcome back. This is 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan. The program is called Balloon Party, and that's Action Jackson on the ones and twos, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the program voice of the St. Louis Blues. You'll hear him right here tonight on 101 ESPN pregame at 5 p.m. as the Blues begin a road trip starting out in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. Chris Kerber with us. Good morning, Kerbs. Tim, good morning. Happy New Year to you. How are you? Happy New Year to you. Fine, sir. I am wonderful. How's everything going up there? Things are good. Uh, team's about to hit the ice. We'll see if the lines they rushed with yesterday in practice are good. We'll see what some new looks like, uh, look like and kind of go from there. Uh, hey, how about this one? You want to you know the incident that happened in the NFL last night? Absolutely. Uh, I was going to I was going to I had a couple uh, questions for you about that tying it into what we saw we've seen with the Blues. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Tim. I was watching, uh, just flipping through social media before calling it a night last night. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm amazed at how many media members, how many broadcasters, how, like how many people, you know, were, were questioning, you know, how come, you know, and for the most part, there was a lot of positive, but questioning, you know, how, you know, how come ESPN stuck with this or how come they did. And, and I got to tell you, like, I think people these days just forget that, how life really works. Like not everything is instantaneous and you know, there's so much assessing in a situation that has to go along. So if it took them an hour to officially announce that the game was canceled, you knew that game wasn't going to happen anyway. Like the, the like it's just, I, I was just having gone through it and knowing the uncertainty of every moment and every second and every minute feels like an hour in and of itself when you're on the air and when you're trying to figure that out and talking to guys like Tim Paps and Phil Malika, who are two of the absolute best producers and directors in the business and what they were dealing with in the truck when Bob Easter went down and, you know, Darren Pang and John Kelly on TV, me and Joe on radio, just trying to, to, to say what we needed to say, describe it. But in the back of your head, you're wondering if somebody has died. Like it, right. it's a really, really hard moment. And even the emotions that came back last night, watching it are amazing. And and so there, there might be a lot of people that are quick to judge, whether they're judging the NFL, whether they're judging you know, ESPN or broadcasters or whatever. And I'm going to tell you, take a step back because when you are in that moment and live potential tragedy is unfolding right in front of your eyes, uh, it, it, it takes a lot to try and figure out how to do it and what you're going to do with it. And so I was actually quite impressed with how things were handled last night. I couldn't agree with you more. I said, I said that in the first segment. I thought that it's one thing 
to fill, we've all filled. If you're a broadcaster, you filled. You understand the program. But to fill in that set of circumstances where they're just like, hey, we got to come back. There's no information. And you also have to be incredibly sensitive. Plus, the entire country and now many around the world are watching this situation. I thought it was a hell of a job by Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Susie Colbert, Booger McFarland, Adam Schefter, Lisa Salters, Scott Van Pelt, Ryan Clark, in an incredibly difficult circumstance, which then brings it back to what you were talking about, how you're watching that, Curbs, and it takes you back to the situation with Jay Bowmeister in, in February of, of 2020. I'm sure for some Blues fans, I know you weren't on the call when it happened in 98, immediately thought of what happened with Chris Pronger. Um, if you could, when you and Joe were in that spot a uh, couple of years ago, almost three years ago now, what's what's going on, not just on the, on the broadcast, but in your mind and then amongst the, the staff and the team you're working with on the broadcast? Well, if you remember, we had, that was on the dad's trip, so we had all yeah. the dads there. Um, and, you know, when you mention all the people that you just mentioned, you, you mentioned the people that were in front of the camera. Sure, yep. But the, the pressure on the people that were behind the cameras, uh, the pressure on the people calling the shots in terms of the directors and the producers, you know, you know, they're, they're sitting in, in the ear of their broadcasters and talent saying, okay, you know, keep going. We're, you know, and, and someone's saying, don't get too close to the shot, which eventually you saw the arena, basically the stadium shot from a distance when the players were huddled around. Like um, all that is going on in the meantime, while you're just trying for information and everybody knows and everybody understands you want to know what's going on right now, especially in our social media world of immediacy. But you just don't know. You just don't have those uh, that information. For for Joe and I, we were really careful. We were in constant contact via text with with Darren and John while they were doing because we didn't want to say anything the TV didn't say or vice versa. You know, and when they used the paddles on Jay, and you could see you saw his arm. You didn't. You couldn't see Jay. All of a sudden, you see his arm, his jerseyed arm, shoot up over the boards. You know, from down below the bench, um, and then you realize, okay, looks looks like he's he's alive. You know, that, that's one set of relief. But while I'm trying to describe what's going on, Joe is very carefully listening to Darren and John and make sure that the information we're sharing is is the same with both. And, uh, you know, and, and in the meantime, while you're doing that, you really are parking your emotion of of how serious is this or you're parking your emotion. Like we were sitting there wondering, honestly, if we were broadcasting somebody dying mm-hmm. in a sporting event. And, you know, the emotion afterwards when he was finally got him in the ambulance and you could see everybody huddled around. When you see the emotion on the players of the Bills and the Bengals and the coaches and the staff, um, how real that is because it, it impacts everybody. You could see the emotions on the faces of the Anaheim Ducks when we were down below afterwards and somewhere we were hanging out in the hallway to get, you know, some information too. And, you know, the team, the Blues stayed in Anaheim after that game, uh, you know, and, and, and just – they all huddled around a phone when somebody was able to FaceTime Jay, which is which ended up being a lot more positive so far than this one with Buffalo seems to be going. But you know, it's it is it's it's one of those things where the emotions for these players is not going to end just because they flew back to Buffalo last night at midnight or, or they went back to their homes in Cincinnati. They're, that emotion is going to carry for a while, and then if and when they eventually do replay or restart that game all those emotions are going to come right back to the front. Like when we went out to Anaheim two months later and we were the last game before everything shut down in March of 20, uh, when, when, when that happened, all those emotions come right back to you. So it's just, I, I know a lot of people were fired up at the NFL. Like I just, I, I don't understand the, the, unless you're directly involved, 
Uh, I mean, and this is unless it really truly is impacting you directly, as in the family, the players on the field, something like that. The fact that people are fired up and criticizing how certain things are handled in the immediate moment that something like that is happening is just so foolish and crazy and so so to me such a lack of human understanding. It's just having gone through it, I can tell you, man, the emotions uh, and they stay with you. Like Tim, I'm telling you, I watched that last night, and some of those emotions came flooding right back. Yeah. So it's uh, I, I think they did they they really did a hell of a job and. And, and and I hope the young man ends up being okay because it's uh, it it's 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 sad. It's unfortunate. It does happen in in sports uh, from time to time, as you know. But um, I, I thought everybody involved handled things well. So did I. That's exactly how I I started the show. You know, Zach Taylor walking across the field uh, to talk with Sean McDermott in that situation and get those guys off the field and and the fans in Cincinnati. I know there are plenty of Bills fans there as well. But what a great reflection for Bengals fans. And well, uh, the broadcasters, the, uh, and, and and like you said, you're right. You, you, you know, people. I, I mentioned the people on the air, but there's so many. For every one person on the air, there's 25 to 30 who are working behind the scenes and what they're doing behind the scenes. Yes, you're exactly right. Listen, that can be it. Can be traumatic for the fans to see. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, because that's not something people tend to see. You, you don't. You you very rarely see somebody just collapse and and, and die. And and you know and and so it can be traumatic in essence, but. I'm thinking of the leadership that that was shown there. Look, you can get on Roger Goodell for a ton of things, and and and, and frankly, so well deserved and and long earned, you know, with with their ineptness and lack of integrity. But the in this situation, you have to have people that lead in that moment, you know, on site. And I guarantee you, general managers were like they were in touch with each other, and then they were in touch with the commissioner's office. But in the end. You know, even though guys are warming up because that's what they do. And, and those players are like, okay, what do we do? And, and you just kind of go, I, I didn't think there was any chance that game was going to restart. But the leadership shown by the coach is saying, hang on a minute, let's take another step further. And even though some of them may not have been in direct contact with, with the league office or, or what have you, um, to show that leadership at the moment is strong. And that's, that's what you see in moments like that. You, you, you really see leaders that are truly defined in their roles to, to handle things and, and, and take the pressure off of other people. And I thought, again, that looked at least watching on TV and seeing how it was done. That looked like it was well done by the coaches, too. Yeah, it was in particular, I was really impressed. Joe Buck mentions Zach Taylor is now walking across the field to talk with Sean McDermott. They had the conversation on the field. They took their teams in, and then Zach Taylor went in to talk with Sean McDermott behind the scenes as well. I thought that was uh, a great yep. indication for if you're looking for a team to pull for with the Rams not in St. Louis, the Bengals wouldn't be a bad one to choose. Uh, Curbs, uh, Blues and Leafs tonight and no Tarasenko. No Ryan O'Reilly, and understandably people are going, okay, is this now the moment in the season where things change from the Blues fan perspective on what is realistic? Uh, So let's let's start with the impact of of losing those two players. You already were dealing with some depth issues uh, to the the first four lines, and now that's going to be challenged even more from a scoring standpoint, even though it's not like O'Reilly was having a great year. Still was uh, still was up there as far as goal scored for the Blues and Tarasenko with 29 points. Your thoughts on these injuries and what they mean for the Blues? Well, it, yeah, look, it's it's definitely going to be impactful. They're just starting to go through their line rushes on the ice now, so it does look like Butchnevich is going to be with Thomas and Kairou. Mikola will stay with, with Colton Pareko. Um, you know, and don't forget, you've got Tori Krug, you know, that's yep. out, you know, long, long-term as well here. So, 
Uh, it, it's going to be one of those challenges. And, and real, I'm just doing this as we go here real quick. So Saad will be with Chen and Barbashev. So they, they still have some good skill, you know, in, in this lineup, obviously. You, you're you're going to be missing 18 to 20 minutes of quality face-offs and just nonstop hard work in Ryan O'Reilly. And you're going to miss the ability to change a game with a snap of a shot in Vladimir Tarasenko. But I'll tell you, Tim, you know, very, very bluntly, if with those two guys being unrestricted free agents, and if there was a chance that one or both of them are either A, not resigned or moved at the deadline, depending on how the, the format of this you know, season ends up playing out, you're going to get a real good look now for the next four weeks of what part of the future of this St. Louis Blues looks like. You know, you're 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 going to see what a team game without Orion O'Reilly looks like, mm-hmm. and, and I think I think there's going to be a struggle with that. Uh, you're you're going to see what the team game without Vladimir Tarasenko looks like, and you're going to get an idea. So Doug Armstrong, in one respect, is going to get a real good sense of what and how his team responds without those guys. Does it add value to them? Does it take value away? Well, that remains to be seen in terms of the results. But uh, what an opportunity here! Now, Logan Brown did not make the trip he ended up uh, injuring himself he, he, he had was checked out an upper body injury so he's not on this four game trip he was the first one i thought of when when those guys went down like what an opportunity here for logan brown so i gotta imagine his frustration level is off the charts right now with the injury situation he's dealing with but whether it be thomas whether it be Cairo, if it's levo if it's pitlick that that gets into this game um you know from from high end to fourth line there's monster opportunity here, and I've said this for several years now. There, there's not a young player in this Blues organization that can look at anybody and say that they weren't given a chance. Yeah. And so you, you want to be a full-time NHLer, you want to stick. Jake Neighbors, you, you don't want to go down and ride the bus anymore in Springfield, and you want to become a National Hockey League player, here's your opportunity. Same with Nikita Alexandrov, who was called up. If Tucker gets in that lineup, you know, they, they were looking at Tucker you know, for next year as a as a guy that could really maybe you know, break camp with this team, well, now you might have a chance with Krugout to make it now and not give it back. You know, remember the old Vince Coleman call up for the '80s Cardinal fans there. So sure. you get you get the opportunity, take advantage of it, and I'm excited to see whether or not they do. I think uh, I, I think it's I, I think it's a critical time for Brandon Sock. Uh, you know, uh, I think there's there's more to see from him offensively, and they're going to need that now. I think it's also another chance. Is there another level? Nikita Alec, or um, sorry, uh, I'm thinking Alexei Toropchenko, right? Solid year, but, you know, I, I, there's more to his game than we've seen. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to start putting the pucks in the net, but whether it be impactful physically, that kind of stuff. I, I think there's room for some of these players, both veterans and young guys, to really add more to their game. And now it's, as, it's an absolute must to, to make sure that it's not a lost season shortly after the midway point. Chris Kerber will be on the call tonight. Blues and Leafs. We'll see how it goes tonight. No, Ryan O'Reilly, no Vladimir Tarasenko, and Kerbs mentioned. Still no Tory Krug. Blues put to the test against one of the best teams in the league. They saw it just seven days ago here in St. Louis. They'll do it tonight in Toronto pregame, 5 p.m. right here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, always appreciate the time, sir. Thank you so much. Tim, thank you, bud. Have a great week. You too, man. That's Chris Kerber with us here, giving us perspective on the Blues and the state of the team with the health news on O'Reilly and Tarasenko, but also uh, perspective on Damar Hamlin from someone who was on the call when Joey Bowmeister had his incident in Anaheim uh, nearly three years ago in February of 2020. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's Pad Thai-related. 
But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad tie, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.